Welcome everybody to uh, the second edition of the Just Wins podcast. Uh, we uh, we had a bit of an up and down week last week, but it was um, it was great to have you all listening, and we got some good feedback online from you guys. Um, always interested to to hear what you guys have to say and any recommendations and ideas. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's go around the grounds as as normal. I'll, I'll start with Adam. How did we go on the weekend? Oh, not too bad, thanks, mate. We um, we not the best day, but we we ended up breaking about square. A um, couple of place getters. Uh, obviously, my my best bets last week, Bandersnatch and also Amido, were both uh, a touch disappointing. Both finishing fourth, which is obviously no help to us. But um, I think they're both ones that we can probably forgive those runs, especially Bandersnatch first up from a spell. Um, he he did a bit of work to lead. Um, Pested in front uh, by Outrageous, who pushed up and uh, he tied a little bit late. But first up, 1,400, I think, next race, next start, if he can find a, a suitable race over a similar distance, I think he'll be um, one we can follow again. Uh, and, and my good result from, from last week from my tips was actually the best value up trumps um, in uh, first up. He's a great horse. 370 three place horse. or something like that. He, he just loves running in place. He was actually, I thought he was going to loom up and win um, at one stage. And just with the way that track was playing, um, he just couldn't pick him up in the straight. But um, boy, oh boy, oh. I want him to win Good something because he's, he's, he, he just hasn't broken through yet. Um, I think, don't drop off a middle yet. I think that track was a bit leaderish on the weekend. And she, he just got out the back and didn't get given a chance. And, I think, you know, with a fairer track, she'll be in it again. Yeah, I agree. I agree. She's doing her best work late. She may even want a little further, which is a surprise. But um, who knows, too? She may even end up in the in the paddock for a spell because she's had quite a long prep. I think that was her first time first time out of the placings, this prep. So they might, uh, with no Queensland Oaks or anything like that happening this year, they might put her out for a spell and uh, bring her back in the spring. Yeah, that's it. And I know you're filthy at me about not including Lyra in your tips either. Oh, yeah, that was a that was a heartbreaking result. The old uh, <laughs> a thousand meter squib kicked out in front, and she couldn't run it down. Um, but yeah, I, I was on each way, and uh, that was a good result for me. I think she was around the three dollar fifty place or something like that. So it was good to see her come back in a bit of form. Each way value, just a very she didn't get it. Yeah, and yeah, she's been just, just, just fair all prep, but the blinkers did the trick, I think. Yeah, I think we were all on it as well. We all, um, well, we weren't on her per se, but um, we all thought there was going to be a bit of a blowout away from sunlight and away game, and that's what we ended up getting. So, yeah, we called that's it, but not quite on it. Well, well done on Toffee's tongue, mate. That was a uh, good winner, good win by the. Well, the uh, filly breaking her maiden. Yeah, that got me out of the poo, and um, it was it was a ten out of ten ride by Damien Thornton. Um, started off well and um, positioned at midfield, but just got shuffled back when they came across, and yeah, was able to find the rail. But um, no, he'll he'll have to do that again this week in, in the Oaks. Um, and how'd you go, Lee? Uh, frustrating day, mate. I um, there's a couple of that. That didn't do any good at all. Um, but best bet ran second. And then one of the best each way bets ran fourth. So um, 
Yeah, just one Typical of those sort of days, mate. Right? Yeah. yeah, we all, we yeah. all get them. But, but should we stick on them? I think um, Kusari, uh, definitely stick on it. Um, it again peaked sort of through the line at 2100. Like if you um, go go and have a look at the replay, it got headed off quite early in the straight, about 300 out. Um, and then this horse come up the inside on it and got probably half a length in front, uh, if not a length in front. Uh, and it fought back to within a nose on the line, um, which is a really good sign. Uh, and that was even more frustrating because uh, if it had to come back a bit more, it would have snagged third. But um, yeah, so I think it can be one to follow. Um, and then Duke of Pumpkin, absolutely. Second, it just got a bit too far back. Leader won. Um, and it just got out and ran on when it was all over, really. So... Um, and I think we'll get a good form line shot of Irish goes around at Caulfield again this Saturday. Uh, so, or, or Morphville. So we'll get a good um, read on how it's going. Yeah, uh, through the, that. the punters were a bit furious with Jake Plumpton. It was, um, it had that combination that had been winning. And I think this one was just one of those ones where it, it didn't pop up and the, the cheeky Tassie Tasmanian got the run through and he kept going. So, uh, I wouldn't jump yep. him yet. He was he was good, just beaten by a better one on the day or a better run, I, I should say. Um, but um, did we see any, like, I was looking at this segment um, of what we liked on the weekend, any highlights, and for me, I'd, I just could, couldn't really think of anything out of all three states. Probably the only thing for me was, it was just great to see the Odyssey come back in Brisbane, and I think it was like a $20,000 buy, and it just keeps winning that horse, so... Uh, great money spinner and um, but yeah what did you guys think of the weekend any highlights um, for, for me mate my my highlight I, I can't go past um, uh, Bellevue in a twenty thousand dollars or whatever they paid for as a, a second hand horse uh, winning a group one that's what uh, those good stories you like to see in racing um, you know we, we all dream of those types of things and when you when you see it happen, it just gives you that bit of bit of hope that it might happen to you one day. Yeah, absolutely. And I was I, I was listening to the radio, and they they said Bella Bella actually went to stud and to Criterion because the, you were got you guys were saying the owners were Criterion's old owners, so they'd uh, had her as a broodmare and Criterion missed because his uh, his squibs are no good, and um, so they put her online and twenty grand and bit of running down south and she's got the job done and I think um, there's a few people talking about that big moon valley run where she came from last and just rattled home over the 955 and um, yeah she's a bit she's two-dimensional I reckon but uh, a bit of sting out of the ground definitely helped her yeah definitely. yeah well, she's gone to another level since she's been down there I know it's only Adelaide racing but she's obviously won group one now I think she won something like eight She's won like eight races or something like that since they've been down south in South Australia. So uh, she's been putting them together no matter where they sort of go. Yeah, low flying. What do you think, Lee? Anything in particular? Uh, oh, not really for me, mate. I think um, it was probably pretty obvious, especially in, in Melbourne, that it's sort of off-season racing now. And I think that's even truer uh, with the card on Saturday. So... 
Uh, there was nothing of note. Uh, I know I talked about Miss Frost uh, in Ascot last week and it did everything wrong, nearly fell at the start, reefed its head off. Um, and she nearly got sports, pushed over. So I think, was, yeah. The Hawthorne, and the, the jockey actually got suspended out of that. Um, so that's that's the Wild West. Usually when something's a hot pot, there's all sorts of things go wrong. Yeah, exactly right. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens her next start and whether they take it easy with her now for that sort of run um, or they go again. Uh, we'll just wait and see. But I think I, I still believe she's got plenty of potential. So she's still one to watch for me. But uh, that's about it, mate. Yeah, I think you're right there. And um, from a trainer jockey perspective, I know my missus loves Hugh Bowman and she was filthy. She... She was busy on the weekend and didn't have a bet because old Huey <laughs> Apples absolutely killed it. So, uh, anyways, that's, that's the punt. Whenever you, you're not on, you miss it. And, and when you're on, you, you miss it again. So, <laughs> that's the way it goes. But, uh, Adzi, what do we got for Sydney this weekend? Any any Huey's Apples for you? No, I'm, I'm probably um, going to make uh, regret not, uh, not tipping any of Huey's this weekend. But... I've got a, I've got a few tips for the for the punters. Hopefully we can uh, we can get some winners this week. Uh, at at Brandwick we've got a nice little card which is highlighted by the Gosford Gold Cup and the Takeover Target Stakes, both at listed level. So pretty pretty good to get a bit of stakes racing back after last week's card. Um, at the moment the tracks are soft sticks, but fine weather, bit of wind around. I'm pretty sure we might get to a good four, soft five at worst on Saturday rail out three metres and as we know for Randwick generally quite a fair surface so hopefully that's the same for us again and we can uh, we can punt with a bit of confidence. My best bet comes up in race two and that is number four Ocean Emperor in the two-year-old handicap. Um, this is uh, trained by Dawn Baker with Jason Collett to ride. I was very, um, I was taken by the first start victory uh, on the Kensington track back on the 15th of April. So about three or so weeks ago now, um, he's had a trial in between. And yeah, that, that win that I mentioned, he um, he led and he, he went quite hard. He was challenged out in front, but I was very impressed by the kick he gave once he straightened, um, kicked away, held on strong. And I think he's just a nice force that we can get at an each way price, which is good for our best bet. We can back him each way. And I, I hope that um, he can um, yeah get, get forward Get a nice run and uh, give a good kick for us and hang on late. Uh, are, the we, are we backing him each way here, Adzi? It's five fifty and two dollars fifteen at the moment. Yeah, I think we've got to take the each way just because with two-year-old handicaps, as we know, um, there's a lot of inexperienced horses in here and they can jump up out of the ground um, just uh, with with massive improvement. So I think the each way is the go. Yeah. And yeah. Last start, he was well supported, and the horse he beat was El Buna. Um, I think that's how you pronounce it, who, uh, who ran last week. Uh, I thought its run was okay last week. It ended up finishing fourth or fifth after working quite hard in the, in the, in the Saturday race last weekend. So I hope, um, I hope that form uh, holds us in good stead for, for Saturday. El Buena. El Buena, that's a Spanish word, mate. Come on. El Buena. Well, forgive me for my poor Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then today I... I tried to split these two, but I've got uh, I've got two best value bets, um, to, which which are both double figures. Uh, the first one's in race one, actually. So um, we got an early start on uh, on Saturday. Doing a lead uh, number, 
first four. Yeah. <laughs> Number seven, Derby, Derby or Derby star, however you like to say it. Uh, first up for, for Cody Morgan with Josh Parr to ride. Um, got a bit of time for this horse. He does only have um, country form, but I, um, I, I saw last prep, he won a race at Moree over 1,400. Um, it's very impressive. He, he looked like a real raw talent. And he, I, I felt he, he would improve as he got older. And obviously, he's had a good spell now. Um, first up, had a couple of trials. He's drawn a good gate, good rider in Josh Parr. I expect him to get a, a good run, just just hopefully a touch better than midfield. We settle in a good position. I expect him to be very, very strong late. So uh, I think think good value around the $13 mark, $12, $13, I believe he is. Yeah, $13 um, and $4 a place. Yeah, each way. Probably have a little bit more on for the place. But um, yeah, I think he'll be, um, he'll be around the mark for us at a, at a good price. Yep, so we got Derby start $13 and $4. What are we doing? One by two or something like that? Yeah, maybe one by one and a half. One by one and a half. Getting technical now. All right, mate, what's your next one? Uh, and then the next one is in actually the feature, the Gosford Gold Cup, race seven. Number 14, Oliferous. I have been following this mare, this prep. She's been, she's been absolutely flying. Uh, thought it was quite bizarre last start. They, uh, they dropped it back to 1,500 in the Hawkesbury Cup, which was won by Amangiri, who was on the pace. Uh, this horse got a long way back. Uh, she was last turning and really rattled late. She was only beaten 1.9 lengths on the line. And I think this week, up, back up to 2,000, the start prior over 2,000 at Rose Hill, she placed second in the Neville Selwood at Group 3 level. Um, she gets in on the minimum 53 kilos. Uh, I really feel she's a, she's another great each-way chance. That'll be... be um, in the finish, and hopefully, hopefully at, at that price, we can um, we can at least run a place. Yeah, that's oliferous. It's fourteen dollars and four dollars twenty for the Australian Bloodstock Boys. So they've got to come from that wide gate. Um, what do we got? One yeah, by hopeful. one and a half again. Yeah, I'll go the I'll go the same same stake on her. Um, right. Yeah, I was I was hopeful she'll she'll sit maybe with midfield just worse. Hopefully gets a bit of cover there and, yeah, launching late. As I said, I've been very impressed by a number of her runs this prep. And just that, just something extra, just a little uh, speculator bet. A couple of horses I um, have a lot of time for on this card. No, uh, we haven't a bet a on them, though, You can't just speculate yes. because you got up there yes, about Vegas Jewel last weekend and now you're speculating <laughs> again. No, I'm not. I'm having, I'm having a, uh, a small all-up on these two. Um, the first up. one is race... Race five, number 14, Mask Crusader. As we know, very impressive horse. His last two wins, um, plenty of wraps on him. He's up to, to Sydney after racing at Bendigo last start. I think he'll be winning at about $1.80. And then in race eight, number three, one of my favourites, Grey Worm. Um, the race really maps well for him. I expect him to go forward and be hard to hold out again. So all up those two. Probably around the five dollar mark. Just a just a little unit on that. A little unit on that. So we've got uh, to start with Ocean Emperor. At we'll have one unit each way at five dollar. Uh, we'll have half a unit each way at five fifty and two dollars fifteen. Uh, Derby Star thirteen and four, and then we'll have Oliferous at fourteen dollars and four dollars twenty to place, and a cheeky little all up on. Mask Crusader in race five and in race eight, Grey Worm, who's 
So that's a dollar eighty by three dollars twenty is probably what five dollars five fifty maybe or something. Yeah, so that's a that's all Nash good. isn't good. Nash is good. All right, uh, Lee, what do we got for Melbourne? Ready to hit here uh, and get on with it and really punch yeah, it out mate. for the punters. Yep. Uh, so Caulfield uh, this week. Uh, some big cards, like I said, looks very much like midweek, uh, mid-year uh, racing down there. Um, so you've got a lot of horses either first up or about 15th up, uh, deep into their prep. So uh, we'll see how we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just going around for fun on And uh, But uh, yeah, so soft five at the moment, uh, there's no rain expected tomorrow but there's rain expected on Saturday it's Melbourne so we'll see what happens there I'm playing on a five or a six um and I've done form on a five as if it's a I mean usually for a soft five I consider it pretty much a four basically anyway it's just a little bit of sting out so you don't really need a wet tracker you just need something that will get through the ground essentially so um here's hoping we don't get a whole heap of rain and this uh absolutely goes out the window but um and we got the rail out uh, six got, metres. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, Caulfield's usually sort of leaderish or, or front runnish anyway. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. I've I've looked at it based on that. I'd probably want to be front half, um, like last week at Sandown, and that sort of come true as well. Um, so uh, that's what I'm predicting. Pretty cool. Um, Got a couple of bets. Uh, there's uh, there's actually two horses I tipped two weeks ago that are running. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to back up on one of them, and I'm going to I'm going to back it again. Um, but the first one, look, I'm not sure if it'll get a run as its third emergency, but I'm going to give it out anyway because I think it's a really good chance. Um, it's one of those horses that can win one of these sort of races. Uh, so it's in race two, uh, down near the bottom, number seventeen, Diplomatic Measure. Um, McAvoy horse uh, and usually when he comes to town he goes half decent especially when they've been running in Adelaide uh, for their whole career uh, and like I said it's just one of those horses that can step up in one of these sort of mid-year benchmark races um, there's a fair few horses sort of first and second up in this race um, not a whole heap of fit horses uh, and the ones that are fit um, and there's been a couple of average runs here and there uh, whereas this guy just keeps running good, honest races. Uh, won four from eight, uh, but this prep he's run first, second, first, second, um, and stepped up each time in, in grade. Uh, last start was in the same grade, benchmark 78, and ran second uh, by 0.2 of a length, and there's been a winner out of that race since. Uh, steps back out at the 1400, which we won the start before. Uh, it'll be up close to speed, which, like I said, I think is a good thing. With the claim gets in at 56 kilos, I just think he ticks a lot of boxes, and like I said, he's just the right type of horse for this sort of race. Um, because he's up and fit, and uh, you know, I think, and Adzi will definitely remember this. I think a couple of years ago, Brian, a horse called Brian, uh, won a 78 and 84 or something like this when he was just up and fit. His form was okay uh, prior, um, and he was just a fit horse. Uh, and a lot of horses in that, in those races, were first up and just didn't have the race fitness that he had. Um, and one two on the trot, I think. Nadzi, you'll probably remember that, 30, mate. 30, I, I backed him at the first win. It was 30 to 1 or something like that. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Nadzi. Of course. 
Yeah, so um, that's just the right type of horse I want to be on, and it's 11 or 12 bucks. So I'm happy to take that each way. He's going to get a start, but mate. He's going to get a start. Don't know. Don't know. We'll see. Uh, Well, I mean, he's in this. He's one of the faves, and he's drawing 18. you know, so whether they're going to go that option or not, um, there's a couple of dual acceptors in it. So yep. um, I think we might sneak in there. Yep, so fair enough. Uh, that's the first bet for me. Yep. Uh, we then move on to race three. Um, and a horse that I, t- like I said, two weeks ago, uh, number seven, Hayington Station. I'm going to back up with that again. Um, it just didn't have a whole lot of luck. Uh, it wasn't really held up, but it was just tight between runners. Just didn't get a whole heap of clear running room. Uh, it was only beaten a length and a half. Um, and, you know, I'd, I'd be happy to back a few runners out of that race as well. Bee Hunter, Kuwir Up. There's a couple of nice horses in that. So uh, I'm happy to go again. Uh, Jaws Barry 8, so he should stay out of trouble in this. Um, I think uh, with... Uh, there's a couple that will want to get up and lead. Uh, I think you probably should sit three pairs back, so just on midfield, but I think there should be some good speed in this. Um, as Ruffy Bozoom, who would generally probably get forward and probably test the lifeline. Uh, yep. Oasis Girls been going forward lately, so I think there's the right amount of speed on for this, for something midfield to come over the top and finish over them. Um, so, and then, yeah, 1600, I think definitely ticks the box the way he sort of, uh, ran through the line last start and the start before, uh, I think he, he will, uh, definitely get the miles. So I'm happy to back up him again at $7.50. Yep. What else have you got? Uh, that's crazy. You're right, mate. <laughs> mate, I'm just, I'm just chucking my nostrils out there. So... COVID. Uh, no, nah, no COVID for me, but uh, we're close to it. That was the Australian for you, that one. Um, <laughs> anyways. The last, <laughs> bet the last bet I'm going to have is in uh, race five. Uh, really nice type number nine, Felicia. Oh, um, get out of it. I tipped, <laughs> I tipped well, I, I tipped that two weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, mm. keep going, keep going. Give us your thoughts. Yeah, what's your win today, mate? She's um, <laughs> she's got a bit of club. She's she's good. She's very good. She won her first start when she um took a cup, took a sit, and sat fourth or fifth or something like that. Then went and led uh, and won. Uh, last start, she just jumped awkwardly, sat, sat a bit further back than she we probably would have predicted. Four or five deep to turn, um, and so and ran third point four length beaten. So, um. She was a drifter on that day, uh, which tells me she probably wasn't quite right. Uh, she draws barrier two on Saturday, which I believe she'll probably push forward uh, and either lead or, or sit one behind the lead uh, or there or thereabouts. Uh, and I think she's, yeah, she's just got the most upside in this. She's, she looks a very talented galloper. Uh, and I'll be happy to stick with her for, for a while, I think. Yeah, she was first up for a year as well, so that's... Probably explains it. Yeah, 60, 67 weeks first yeah. up for, so uh, she's had a three-week break in between. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think she sort of maps well in this race as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to back her. I think she's she's got some massive upside. Yeah, well, that's three for Melbourne. Any more for Melbourne there, Lee? No, nah, mate, that's it for me. All right, so just an update there, a rehash on Lee's tips. We've got race number two, Diplomatic Measure, who's the third emergency, at $11.350. 
race three, we've got Hayington Station. He's sticking with the Stokes team and he's seven fifty and two dollars sixty the place. And race five, he's pinched a tip off me and he's gone six dollars the win, two dollars twenty-five the place. Thanks. Thanks, Lee, for that. Um, we're jumping off to, to Doomba now. Um, and like every week and like last week and the week before, we've uh, we've got a lot of double double nominations and uh, jockey changes left, right and centre because of the Gold Coast and what was it, Sunshine Coast last week as well. So we've really had to try and uh, look at where the jockeys are, um, sort of think where the trainers are going um, and work with it. Uh, the rail is going to be at four metres. Um, it's a soft five at the moment, um, but there's no real rain predicted, so should be good for come start time. And as usual, I want to be on the fence close to the speed um, to give you the best run. Um, we're going to start off with our best bet in race seven, and we're going with the Edmonds team. Who, uh, low flying as usual um, in Vanna Girl. She's uh, been absolutely hammered overnight and I'm furious at it because she was $3.80 second favourite last night um, and she's $2.60 now. So um, I think she's probably yeah, bottom odds there, but she will still be winning. So um, barrier one as usual at Dooman is golden. Um, even more so with the rail out on a good track. Um, the early pace doesn't look too strong. Uh, we got Meyer and probably Supergiant who will come across and tussle for the lead. Um, that'll allow Vanna Girl to probably sit on the fence. Um, pretty similar to her previous run at Gold Coast. Um, she steps up to her preferred mile. She's down in the weights after, after lugging 60 kilos last week in her victory there. And um, she's running her usual strong closing sectionals, um, which we've seen both runs this prep. Um, I'm pretty keen on her. I think she'll get the job done. Um, and yeah, she she just maps perfectly to, to get the easy run if she, if she starts well and, and should be in the finish fighting it out and hopefully winning. Um, our best value, um, found it a bit tough this week. Um, I had to had to really think about it in race two. Um, stuck with speaking bad, um, who I tipped two weekends ago for the Duncan team at Sunshine Coast. Um, I'm really worried about her winning, but at the same time, I'm happy to back her each way because she's she's shown me the last two races she's going to be there about. Um, she um, she wasn't disgraced running fifth beaten 2.2 lengths behind profit. Um, she was well back in the field and boxed on strongly. A step up to 2,000 will suit her. She's drawn kindly to sit midfield fence and she carries 53 again after the claim. Um, she, she probably should have beaten Watch the Cat over the mile first up. Watch the Cat goes around at shorter odds here. Um, but yeah, the big, the big thing for me is um, she hasn't won for over a year. Um, however, she's been ultra consistent and with a bit of luck, I think this could be her time. So we've got race two speaking bad at, at $9 and $3.10. And um, that's about it for me at Doombin. But I want to go around the grounds now in one of our favourite sections. Uh, one of our favourite 
bits. And I'm going to ask Adzi, has he got any around the ground? Uh, no, nothing I'm, I'm keen to um, to have a bet on, mate. But I did find one I'm keen to watch at Caulfield. Um, race six, number 10, Southern Rock. Uh, Archie Alexander, Jordan Charles to ride this horse. is first up in Australia. Has some good form in England. Um, I'm just keen to see how he goes. Looks like he might be a promising horse. Uh, gelded, so good price too. So if you... If you are keen to have a bet, I wouldn't talk you out of it, but I'm more keen just to watch and see um, see what type of horse he is. Just to watch, no bets there, Adzi, not like Vegas. No, no bets there, mate. No, I'm not getting no stitched up today. I'm no, nice I'm and clear with my communication. Right, eh? we'll, we'll, we'll plug that in. Lee, what have we got around the grounds? I know you've got something. Yeah, I've got two, mate. I knew you um, wouldn't. One, yeah, one is I'm going to back again from Caulfield a couple of weeks ago, but it's. Um, uh, sorry, Fleming a couple of weeks ago at South Mortfordville. Uh, I know Adzi will be on this one as well. Uh, number three, Indictment in race two. Um, yeah, I just think it's a good horse. I'm happy to keep backing it. Uh, ran third last start when it was pretty good. Uh, hit the lead and and got, got beat pretty much on the line last 50 metres or so. Um, but it was wide, um, the trip. And uh, should get a nice trip from Barrier 2 this time. Um, and not taking on that deeper race. Um, the favourite, uh, Ecumenical, likes to win. But it's been beating, beating Adelaide horses. Um, and apart from that, it's not a real deep race. So, I think at five bucks, I'm happy to back, back that again. Right out. Yeah, and that's so that's one. Uh, and then the other one, uh, we'll see how Perth plays because there's supposed to be a bit more rain. It's already a soft seven. So hopefully there's not too much more rain, um, but we'll see how we go. But um, if the if it stays a soft seven or gets better, uh, in race three, a uh, horse called Resort Man, number eight down the bottom there, um, looks a really nice type. Uh, it's it's um, one, two trials leading in this. Had about 17 weeks off of its first up run. Um, I like when they get back and, and run on uh, and run smartly through the line at their first start. It just shows that they're a professional sort of type, in my opinion. Um, and he's done that first up, uh, came from last and, and mowed him down. was pretty easy through the line. So um, I look, like a horse that can do that. Like I said, 17 weeks off, won both its trials coming in. Uh, has won a trial on soft seven, so I'm pretty confident that at a soft six or a soft seven range, uh, it can definitely win. It just looks a really, really nice type. Uh, I think they might go a bit forward. Um, the trials haven't all, all gone back to the to the back. Um, they've been sort of mixed with it. So um, I think it might go a bit further forward from barrier one. Uh, it might sneak up along the rail and sit one back, uh, something like that. But it looks a really nice type, and I think we can follow that right through a prep as well. Yeah, and no, I like it when they win on debut and they put them away for spells. So... It's, yeah, um, shows a bit of promise at three dollars there. Uh, my one around the grounds. I know Felicia. I love Felicia, and I thought she'd win. I just can't get my head around Ollie jumping off her and going on. It's kind of magic, and it's kind of magic. It's a three dollar fifty favourite. Um, gets barrier one. Um, I've just got to respect that move. They've they've thrown the gear changes on her. He'll push for the lead up at Caulfield where he needs to be. Um, expect some residual fitness there off the Magic Millions. Um, you know, run where 
yeah, it wasn't wasn't really our go, but she started ten dollars in a very hot race. Um, I've gone gone head to head with your lead this week, like I did with Adam last week, but um, that's where the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and um, and second second bet, I'll I'll echo Adzi with Grey Worm. We were both both on it last start and got the chockies. Um, I think. I think it's rock bottoms odds now at three dollars twenty. Um, I'm really scared of Snits down the bottom. Um, you know they they race on the same day. Snits um, recorded a quicker time and gets a bit of a weight swing. I just think the reason for that is that Grey Worm got a real easy out in front. Uh, that was special from Tommy Berry, and he'll probably likely do the same thing. Um, beat some quality gallopers in there like Trekking and Kemantari. So I think we'll stick with, with Grey Worm and it'll be off to the Stradbroke after it wins this. Um, group 1 banter, South Australian Derby boys, what are we thinking? Don't I jump in. Am, <laughs> I was just waiting, I was being a gentleman. Uh, I am, um, I'm going with uh, warning, okay? I, I don't think Dallasan can run the trip, so, and I think I have a lot of time for Russian Camelot, but I obviously have let the out about a big step up uh, from a mile to 2,500. So I just think the proven stayer in the race is warning. He draws a good gate. I think he won't be... Last start, obviously, very impressive. Got a long way back and flashed home. But today, I think he'll only be a few pairs back, uh, nice and close. And obviously, Group 1 winning jockey, Damien Thornton aboard. That's the way I want to go in that race. And what, having that each way, Adam? Uh, no, just a group one banter, that one, mate. Just a group one banter. All right, write that down. Just yeah. watch. Lee, what are we thinking? Uh, oh, I'm not super confident uh, with potential potential rain around, but if it's a good track, I'd like to back Miyaki, um, number five. I think at $18, um, looks a really good potential stayer. Um, I agree with, with Adzi on warning uh, and Dallasan. I think, obviously, Russian Camelot can... Uh, could just blow these away, but um, it just bring in different form. You don't often see Waller go to sort of races like this. Um, and he's gone down this route. Last start, raced against the uh, older horses and won. Was a benchmark 70, but um, was a good win. Flinders came out on Wednesday, uh, yesterday um, and loomed and, and just got beaten by a couple of really nice types. So, um, yeah, I think just it just brings a bit of different form on in looks a genuine stayer uh at a deep impact uh by a street cry mare so should definitely get the trip um just needs a good run like i said waller doesn't bring him around down for nothing so uh at uh at 18 dollars i'm i'm happy to have something each we, way on it we, we definitely having something each way or are we having an adzy watch yeah no nah, get on each way mate Come each on. way all right no worries um yeah, I, I honestly think it's Dallasan um, who will just win. No, I won't say that, actually. I think it's a very good chance. But I really like the run of Zaydani uh, right down the bottom of the Hayes camp. I, um, I went through the recent winners. and We've got uh, Pulfilla who flew home from the tail that ran fourth in the SA Oaks. And the other two, Leicester and Volatile Mix, were both coming out of the chairmans. And I think the Hayes have tried to follow Pulfilla's run here um, so you shuffled back to the rear, that alongside Toppy Tongue, where Toppy Tongue got a magic run. Um, and she had to go wide, was walked several times at the run. 
Um, and yeah, just kept going. Uh, gets a couple of key gear changes here to get her rolling. Um, she'll need a bit of luck, but she's got that senior jock on. Um, and in what looks like a bit of a cracker of a race this year, I, um, I give her a good chance around that $18 too. So I think um, I'm going to have a half a unit each way on that and, and see how we go. All right, boys. Is, she, well, is, she, is Zaydani related to Quaffler? Wouldn't have a... Ch yeah, possibly. You can look that on up after this if you want. Oh, yeah. I don't I have my 